another interesting topic, something that I've always dilly dallied on, something that I've always been very interested in. And it's, it's, it's very it's a very interesting topic. It's a little bit controversial and that's OK, because we don't mind tackling controversial here at Derek Talk. In fact, that's what we do very well. We tackle controversial topics. We address them tactfully and that it is what it is. Casey from Kansas City. She is a 44 year old lady. She was married for 15 years to a gentleman and she got divorced. Casey's Caucasian. She is a woman who loves to play tennis. Um, she's just a lady who basically was looking for love after her divorce. Uh, she's in corporate America. She, well, she's a flight attendant. I, I can, uh, can say that's a very demanding job, a job that, you know, affords you very little time, probably for a personal life being a flight attendant. But the interesting part about Casey is that she was married to, you know, somebody Caucasian, her husband, um, very loving relationship. Unfortunately, they part ways due to some uh, irreconcilable differences. And she met a gentleman on a flight who was African-American, um, slightly younger. Um, he was a physical trainer. Casey was extremely attracted to the young man and she had never dated anyone outside of her race. Um, she was taught by her father, by her family members that that wasn't acceptable, that you date in your own race. You don't go outside your race when it comes to matters of the heart, which is very interesting because I think a lot of people think that way, even though it's 2022 and you would be surprised but I know I don't know my opinion on stuff like that love is love love who you love love who you're attracted to you have chemistry with you vibe with you know y'all have that quote-unquote as I always say that yummy type of connection it doesn't matter about color doesn't matter about race um and I noticed I was in the military I was in the navy and I got a chance to experience the rural being a country boy from South Carolina um, I wasn't really exposed to interracial dating. Um, most of the people that were that I met in high school and in my circle of friends were all African-American. So when I traveled and I was stationed, my first duty station was La Maddalena, Italy, Sardinia. And I got a chance to see some different things culturally. Um, different women of different nationalities and it was a little bit different not in a bad way necessarily but just different uh like i said i came from south carolina so i never was really exposed to other cultures um so this was kind of like a classroom for me back to the casey situation she met this gentleman um and they started dating and they are now engaged to be married now Many of her friends, her colleagues, fellow flight attendants, people um, in her family, they're not giving her a hard time. They're like, we want you to be happy. But it's like they're kind of hesitant to support the union of, you know, 
the interracial union. Her and this young man, number one, he's a little younger and he's also of a different race. Let's talk about that because at the end of the day, you know, I've been in interracial relationships. I talked about it a lot on TikTok. People were fascinated by it. A lot of people were. Some people were very much opposed to it. And I think for the most part, the women that did not approve of interracial dating were primarily African-American women, to be fair. And just to be honest, most of the comments that I received about interracial dating that were opposed to it came from African-American women. And my theory about this is kind of simple. I think for a lot of African-American women, single African-American women. And I don't know what the statistics are currently, but I know some years ago, there were a lot of single black women in America. And I think the numbers were astronomical, something like 70% of black women, African-American women were raising children and families on their own without the help of a male, no male assistance, no male in these kids' lives. They were just pretty much playing the mom and dad role in the scenario. So, I think a lot of black women feel that when African-American men date women of other races, whether it be Caucasian, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, a non-black woman, I think African-American women to a certain degree, and this is not true in every case, but I think generally they feel slighted. I think African-American women feel a little slighted when black men, especially eligible bachelors, black men choose to date and marry outside of their race because they're in their mind. And I've heard this said several times, not just by black women, but just society as a whole. There are not a lot of eligible black men. When I say eligible, I mean, have a career, um, head on straight, doing things in life, respectful, not trying to be a player, just basically a, a, a good man. Um, so I feel African-American women and, and not just African-American women, but people in general, some think that you should not venture outside your race to find love. I've never, ever agreed with that. Never. I never thought, even as a young boy in high school, and there were some, you know, cheerleaders, you know, you're always attracted to, and there were beautiful black cheerleaders. There were beautiful Caucasian ones. They were beautiful Asian ones. I just thought women were beautiful in general. Like women are beautiful. If you look at a woman, she's beautiful. That's a, a creation that God made for man to enjoy under the right pretense, um, preferably the confines of marriage. But my point is women are very beautiful. So when you say you you know somebody should not date outside their race they should stay inside their race if they want to find love i think is that's a very closed-minded way of thinking because i think love when you find love that chemistry that feeling that bond that relates to people that pulls two people together it's kind of like magnetic you know you start feeling this attraction and you're drawn to someone do you necessarily look at their color because I'm a black man. That's a fact. If I walk in a grocery store, everybody knows, hey, that's a black man. Um, You don't have to necessarily focus on that. I think a lot of times 
people focus on race and we give race too much precedence. We really do. It's like, of course, I'm a black man. Of course, I grew up in the South. Of course, I know that Trayvon Martin was murdered by a white man and that, you know, police brutality and the murder of uh, unarmed black men is a huge topic right now in America. And we see it every day with so many black men dying at the hands of law enforcement. Um, George Floyd, um, that situation was very sad. I watched that. I watched the video of this man basically plead for his life and still be murdered by cops. Uh, Derek Chauvin or Chauvin or whatever the guy's name. Um, so I understand the racial tension and the racial hostility that's in America. I understand it. I get it. I come from the South. I understand that there are still a lot of problems that we have to overcome as black people, as a race collectively. But I also think when it comes to love and matters of the heart, I think you fall in love with who you fall in love with. I think if somebody dots your I's and crosses your T's and, you know, y'all have things in common when y'all get together and go out to dinner, it's, it's, it's a great time. And I think the thing that pulls people together also is music. I remember a um, gentleman told me a story. He was on a flight coming from Charlotte, and I forget where he said he was going, but he said he had never dated outside of his race. He had only black men who had only dated African-American women, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with dating black women. Black women are beautiful and gorgeous and intelligent and strong and powerful. Um, but he said that he he was listening to Tupac on his um, on his headphones and the lady that was sitting beside him, she was Caucasian, blonde. And she said, oh, I love that song. I forget what song it was. It was something by Tupac. And they kind of vibed. It was kind of like, yeah, that's my guy, Tupac, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I love Tupac. So music is universal. Music doesn't have a race or a color. We love music. It sounds great. I don't just listen to Drake. I listen to Justin Bieber. I listen to, what's the guy, Ed Sheeran. I listen to Mariah Carey. I listen to Prince. I listen to... Um, Yo Gotti, Lil Uzi Vert, whoever I like that sounds good, I'll listen to it. Um, so back to my point, I think that pulls people together. That's one thing we share in common, music, sports. So when it comes to matters of race and everybody has their own opinion when it comes to things like that. So I'm not going to step out too far on that. And it is controversial. And this is a PG show. So we try to keep things PG. But to answer her question, the, the email that I received, if you love this man and this man is someone that you could see yourself spending the rest of your life with, go for it. Go for it. You're a little older, but obviously that's not a barrier for you. That's something that you t are taking in stride and you're okay with it. Go for it. Be happy. You don't have to necessarily wait for your family to give you the green light to be happy. And let me say that again. You don't have to necessarily wait for your family to give you the green light to be happy. Go be happy. You, you met a man. You're a flight attendant. You met him on a flight. There was a vibe. Obviously, 
you're feeling him, he feel he's feeling you, go for it. Doesn't matter about race. Because and some women say, well, as soon as she call you, you know, something out of your name, you're gonna, you know, get mad. Or as soon as she called the police on you. Because I've heard I've heard it all in 49 years. You know, they'll, you know, when you date interracially, you'll be like, you know, with the OJ Simpson thing, you know, these women will call the police on you and all this kind of stuff. Relationships are hard. Let me say that again. Relationships are extremely hard. I don't care if you're with a black woman, white woman, Asian woman. Relationships are hard. People come from different backgrounds. People have different beliefs. People are passionate about certain things. There are differences in people. People are different. So a lot of times the relationships get tricky. That's just the way it is. I don't think that's necessarily race. Um, Can there be problems in a relationship where there's a difference in race are these relationships harder i think society makes these relationships harder because if i walk into the grocery store and i'm i'm a black man and i'm with my wife and she's not black she's asian or she's caucasian and you stare at me and you go look at him who you think he is i mean what's wrong with falling in love people what's wrong with falling in love what's wrong with being in love what's wrong with saying you know this person is wonderful we're in love and you know once the honeymoon stage wears off you guys are still in a good place what's wrong with that because i don't care what you say that should be the goal for everyone everyone should want to find that person to fall in love with and if you're limiting yourself to someone inside your race i think that's okay i really do think that's okay i I think for people that only date people of their race whether it be a man or woman um i think that's that's fantastic i think if you happen to meet somebody i'm a black man i meet a black woman or 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 you're you know a white woman and you meet a white man and he's everything that you're looking for i think that's the goal has nothing to do with he's black or he's white that's just my personal opinion now you're going to always get people who disagree with that because like I said, the racial climate in this country. And like I was telling my brother, I think it's almost like we're going back to the Jim Crow days. Like, you know, people using the N word. And like, I I saw this story about a comedian on a cruise ship who was using the N word. And race will always be a topic that is talked about um, because it happens. We know that there are differences between people and we know that's going to always create some type of a little riff. But I think when you say I wouldn't date somebody of another race, I think you're kind of limiting yourself. And I think you're cheating yourself because decent people are out there and decent people are decent. You know what I'm saying? So back to what to the uh, email that I received, um, her family, she said that she had she's older and she had been in a long marriage, 15 years after 15 years of marriage, her and her husband went their separate ways. She described it as irreconcilable differences. And they went their separate ways. She was out there. She's a flight attendant. She met a gentleman who wasn't her race. He was African-American man. She liked him. They vibed. Now they're engaged and they're getting married. And her family is a little bit hesitant to give her the green light. Um, Not just family, but friends, co-workers. They think that she's moving too quickly now my question is to them to the family to the friends to the co-workers the colleagues if he wasn't african-american would you still have that same hesitation maybe so i don't think so 
Now, they might have an issue with the fact that he's younger as well. He's a younger man, not just not just the fact that he's of a different background and race, but also the fact that he's significantly younger than she is. So, but my advice to anyone, not just the, the lady that emailed me, my advice to anyone is follow your heart because regardless of what anyone says, when you fall in love with someone, you have to make yourself vulnerable. There has to be some vulner- vulnerability. I, I hope I'm saying that right there. We are vulnerable once we fall in love. You can get your heart broke. You're kind of like investing in another person. And anytime you invest in another person, it can go sideways. That's just the way it is. But that being said, we can't be afraid to fall in love. We can't pump the brakes every time we get that butterfly feeling in our stomach because it's like, oh, I'm going to get hurt. Oh, he's he's not my race. Who cares? This world... And I, and I always said this, and I said this in a previous podcast, I wish people would just sit down and have real conversations. I really do. Well, we don't have time to have real conversations. Yes, you do. You have time to do everything else that you want to do, but you won't talk about the subject of race. Why? It's real. It's real. Race is real. And it's something that divides It's something that if we don't be straight up and real about it, it's never going to be resolved. You'll always be afraid to say what you feel. Now, for the people that are saying I'm not racist at all, but I just don't choose to date outside of my race. I'm a I'm Caucasian. I choose to date somebody. I think that's absolutely wonderful. I'm a black man. I choose to date a black woman. I think that's fantastic. But don't knock or or belittle or, you know, make someone feel bad because they fell in love with someone of another race. That's wrong. And that, that I'm not sure that makes you a racist, but that just makes you not a good person, not a good human being. You know, we have a right to love who we want to love. And that's just what I really, really believe. So my advice, like I said to the young lady who in, inboxed me um, on my straight out the inbox Follow your heart. Continue to date for a little bit because you're engaged. And that's the thing about being engaged. It gives you that little bit of a window period to really be sure that this is somebody that you can see yourself spending the rest of your life with. And when you feel it's right in your heart, then go for it. Become his wife. Don't let your family or friends or loved ones or colleagues who are probably miserable because they're alone or they don't or they're in an unhappy relationship or they don't have anyone to make them smile or make them coffee in the morning. Then those people are always going to have an opinion. I call them naysayers. They're always going to be the people that have a, a an opinion one way or the other, usually a negative one. And those are people that you have to love from a distance. Because if they don't really want to see you be happy, they're not your friend. If someone if someone doesn't really want to see you be happy for real, that's not your friend. That's a spectator. They're, they're watching from the sideline, waiting for you to fumble the ball, as, as, you, as I put it. Fumble the ball. It's life. We make mistakes. But when we get an opportunity in life to be happy and we find someone that makes us smile, that makes our heart smile, we got to go for that. 
We got to go for that. And I, I encourage anybody to, um, my nephew, um, and, and I'll give you a brief synopsis of what our conversation was like. He's a firefighter in Atlanta. I'm very proud of him. He's, he became a firefighter. He moved from Atlanta to, I think he's in Compton, California, I think. And he, he told me and his dad that he wanted to start seeing women of other races. He had primarily dated African-American women. And I'm not going to say he was dissatisfied with the results of dating African-American women. He loves black women, but he wanted to venture out and experience other things. And my advice to my nephew, who's very intelligent and level headed and has a good head on his shoulders, I said, I think that's very intelligent. I think it's okay to venture out and and experience some other things. But I also said, I think because you love black women, you'll come back to an African-American woman and make her your wife, but you'll also go out and experience some other things. So you will be well-rounded. And then when it's time to make that step, you'll make it, but you won't have any regrets. See, that's the thing about life. A lot of times we have regrets later because we wish we had done things differently. I think what I was trying to express to my nephew is don't have any regrets when you go out and experience some other things and and that's not your cup of tea, then fine. But experience it so that, you know, understand. So like I was telling the young lady, go ahead, date some more. You're engaged now. Once you guys uh, get married and that's what's going to end up happening here then you're going to be a happy woman. You guys will live happily ever after. He's a little bit younger. So, you know, and, and he's uh, African-American and you're a Caucasian and that's okay. Um, the rural hasn't caught up yet to that thinking. And I understand that everyone is not as open-minded as me. Everyone is not as liberal as me. I live in Seattle. So there are a lot of interracial couples. Um, Steve Harvey described Seattle as You know, I've never seen so many black men with, you know, non-black women. That was a nice way I'm going to put it. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And and we live in a world that's changing, that's evolving. And people have a right to be happy. That's pretty much the bottom line in, in a scenario like this. People have the right to be happy. So best of luck to you guys. I'm excited. Congratulations on your engagement. And I wish you guys all the happiness and marital bliss that's out there waiting for you. You have been listening to another episode on a Sunday in Seattle of Derek Talk. And you know what I'm about to end where we talk about everything, relationships, love, sports, entertainment, fashion. If it's on your mind, we talk about it and we keep it really, really real. Have a good day. See you next time.